What is going on, everybody? I hope everybody's having a super good week. Hope everybody's finally getting back to the norm, whatever that is anymore. <clears throat> Everything's starting to open up a little bit, which uh, who knows what that's gonna what that's gonna do. This whole thing's been so weird. It's it's also been weird because you don't know what to believe. I think it, it was blown out of proportion at first, and now it's kind of starting to level off. But it's still, I mean, like it's still worse than the flu. I don't know. Who knows what to think anymore? Anyway, today's podcast is brought to you by Help Me Hemp. Now, I've been talking about this company for a while, and as I've said before, I'm not getting paid. The quote-unquote payment is free product for me because I enjoy it. And I know it would help some people that listen to this out. Um, some of the benefits of the hemp seed oil, which is their their main product, um, helps with joint pain, arthritis, can help with weight loss. You got that, you put, you packed on a couple pounds during quarantine. Now this can help you with the weight loss because it helps you stay full. Um, boost your immune system. It's a mood stabilizer, which I am a huge, huge fan of any type of supplement that improves your mood at all. Um, omega three, six, and nine. Basically, all of the vitamins. Um, it oddly helps with oily skin, which you would think like putting oil on oily skin would make it more oily, but. You'd have to go listen to the podcast today with Jack and uh, er, er, Bob and Carrie. Jack's their son. Um, And he's the reason that the whole company started. Anyway, um, use the promo code THOSE at checkout, capital T-H-O-Z, THOSE, um, all caps for 20% off of your entire purchase. Um. I mean, 20% off. You literally have nothing to lose by going to their website and checking it out. Get some body butter. Get some oil. Get some protein. And use code THOSE. 20% off. All capital. T-H-O-Z. Code THOSE for 20% off. Helpmehemp.org. That's helpmehemp.org. Help me hemp. What's going on? What is going on? Man. So, some exciting news for people that enjoy hearing my voice. 
launching another podcast. We have a name. We have someone working on a logo. It's actually going to be me and Dan, who you've heard on this podcast many times. Unlike Brian, when I call Dan, he answers on the first ring. Because that's a good friend. So, who else would I start a podcast with about sports? Sports and movies. A little, try to make you laugh. And, to add on top of that, one of the first things that that Dan and I bonded over was a Cleveland sports show, The Really Big Show, RBS. It's on uh, ESPN 850. That was one of the first things that we we bonded over was, was that show. So, those guys are sports uh, professional, you know, hosts, I guess. Dan and I are not that. This show is going to be a little bit more raunchy. A little uh, filthy. We're going to say our minds instead of, you know, getting paid by the Browns to tell you, be, be optimistic all the time. Um, so while our inspiration comes from RBS, the really big show, our show is going to be our DS, the really dumb show. And uh, I'm I'm really excited. I think some of the things we're going to be doing is like, um, I don't want to say it yet because we don't have episodes yet. So I don't want to say what we're going to be doing. And then, God forbid, one of the four people that listen to this take it and start doing that on their podcast, you know. So I don't think that would be cool. But we have a lot of fun ideas going we might have a, uh, a a pop culture segment <laughs> that I don't know maybe maybe Jenna can help us with I don't know yet it's it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun one um, anyway what a uh, We'll just get right into it. This this uh, past UFC, I mean, jeez Louise, UFC two forty nine. In my opinion, um, maybe the biggest biggest UFC fight in UFC history, just because of the circumstances. Honestly, like, this card was the best card I've ever seen. Like, the fights. The fights, in actuality, weren't the best. It wasn't the best card I've ever seen. But the um, the fights that they put together were, were the best that I've seen in a long, long time. And the fighters, I mean... If, if you're not a, a fan of UFC, usually, I mean, there's a crowd of people. There's there's tons of people in the corners and, you know, all this. Um, as far as this fight, 
there was no fans. Um, only the fighters and their corners were there. They, uh, the fighters, I think, got tested two or three times for for COVID, uh, for the antibodies, and I think I think another another time, um, Jacare Souza actually got pulled from the card because he tested positive. I don't know if he tested positive for the antibodies or if he got tested for or positive for, for full-blown COVID, which I'm pretty sure he's doing fine. It was just like a precaution, obviously. Can't have somebody with this, this virus um, fighting with the way that we're being told about the virus. Whether or not you believe it or not, I mean, I don't really care. <laughs> the bottom line is that the UFC couldn't allow that. Um, like the, the card was just so so insane, and this was one of the first, if not the first, live sporting event in the U.S. since this whole thing started. Um, and I'm happy the UFC and I'm happy Dana got it done because it was. It was needed. We needed a little, a little sports action. You can only. Here's the thing. You can only watch so many football games from the past before you're like, all right, all right. Um. It, it was pretty freaking weird without, without the audience. But I almost. I almost think it was better for a viewing experience without the fighters than with the fighters. You could hear um you could hear the uh the 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 punches being thrown. Um it was just dude it was it was so weird. You could hear the punches being thrown, the the fights the or the um the punches were louder. Um, it was it was like it was just a good experience. You could hear the corners. You could <laughs> the fighters actually. One of the guys said he heard DC talking about what he should be doing, and that's what he did. And uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Like they were just listening to they were listening to DC commentate, which was pretty funny. Um, First, the, the even the prelims were good. The the first dude in the prelims, Sam Alvey, like walked out pretending that there was a crowd. That was pretty good. Giving fake high fives and pointing to the crowd. That was pretty good. Um, Sam Alvey, that that was that was a good one. Um, There was Mitchell and Bryce Mitchell and Charles Rosa. Vicente Luque and Nico Price. I mean, that was, dude, for that to be a prelim fight, that's insane. And man, Luque really freaking, he hurt Price in the second round bad. Um,
he, he fucked him up pretty much. Pretty much the whole fight. Um, doctor called the fight. Luke, Luke won. His, um, dude, Price's eye was exploding. Then the, the eye cuts are, they're, they're just so dicey. Um, then who else was on the, uh, uh, Carlos Sparza and Michelle Waterson. Um, oh yeah, this one was a weird one. So Asparza, Asparza, I think definitely won. She won the first round, um, and I wanted Waterson to win just because you know Karate Hottie, first team all dime piece. He got a root for. Her. Um, but the first one, I, I kind of gave it to I gave it to Asparza. The second one was I. It was basically a toss up. Um, the third one, the, or the third round, I was also a toss-up. I guess I kind of gave it to Watterson just because it's my biased opinion. That's all. They could have went either way. The um, Sparza won, but the scoring, 30-27, was, they sco- one of the guys scored at 30-27, which is like an odd scoring. You didn't give her any rounds. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Alexi Olenek and uh, Fabrizio Verdum. I was really hoping for a freaking a quick finish in this one. Just uh, because the other fights all went the distance. I mean, minus like an early stoppage. Um, Olenek was just, dude, he was letting it fly in that first round. Connecting with some really big shots. He looked like he was kind of almost trying to like overwhelm Verdum. And it was working. Um, Mauricio didn't seem to adjust all that well to the speed that Olenek was bringing in the first. Um, dominated the second round as well. It was like... Um, it was almost like Verdum couldn't just like get into the second gear. He was just... It was just rough, you know. Um, it was, yeah, it was whatever. Anthony Pettis and Cowboy, you know. Never pick against Cowboy, but I just wish he would freaking give it up. He's not, he's, here's the thing. The, like, this is why I want him to give it up is because he's not going to be the champ. Cowboy is never going to be the champ. Um, I don't know what he's still doing. He loves the fight. Which I guess I get it, like, fighters fight, whatever. But, you know, he's got a kid. Um, and he just, it, it's just like loss after loss, and it's exhausting. Um, Pettis just looked a lot better throughout the entire fight. Um, up until the end of the third, Cowboy was just beat, you know. It really is a bummer seeing him fight still. Because everybody... Dude, everybody loves Cowboy. It's fucking Cowboy, you know? So, to see him just constantly lose is... It's a real... A real bummer. Um, Then we had Hardy versus DeCastro. DeCastro... 
was, dude, the first round, he was, like, so superior in his technique. He was leg-kicking the shit. Dude, he was leg-kicking the shit out of Greg Hardy in the first round. Hardy was uh, so much bigger than him. Um, Jorgen, so Jorgen DeCastro, from all this leg kicking, in the second round, he kind of like, it looked like he went to leg kick Hardy and maybe broke a toe or something and didn't throw almost any other leg kicks, if any other. And it was just like, after that, he basically just was he took the whole second round off, the whole third round off. Uh, he just stopped moving, basically, after the first round. And as much as I hate it, because, you know, Greg Hardy, bad person, want to see him get knocked out every time he steps in the ring. Um, I mean, he he clearly won it. but I, And almost, honestly, it was str- solely because of the pressure he put on Jorgen DeCastro. Um So then we had Jeremy Stevens and uh, Calvin Cater, which, I mean, dude, Calvin Cater might be, might, might, I could see him being champ one day. Um, The, uh, dude, and, and, like, Kevin Cater just beat Ricardo Lamas, and, um, and Zabit. He, he put the pressure on at the end of the, the first, is when he really turned it on, and then the entire second until he, uh, dude, he, he split, he split him bad, bad. Um, so he, he got the win by the TKO. Francis Ngannou and, uh, Rosenstruck, I mean, Jesus. Dude, Francis, look, here's the thing, like, they went through a whole fight camp for Francis to do that. Like, if, if that was the goal for Francis the entire time, like, don't go through the, the camp, you know? If you're just going to rush him and just start throwing crazy... Like, there was... It looked like almost no technique in that fight. <laughs> he just... It was like he was insulted that Rosenstruck called him out. Which, I mean... He should have been, you know? Dude, Francis is such a scary guy. He's, I mean, he'll definitely be champ at some point, barring, like, some crazy injury. But regardless if he fights Stipe or DC, he will be champ. Like, the thing is, though, if you can get past that first round, Stipe laid the blueprint on how to beat him. But most people aren't going to last that first round. And most guys... Aren't most guys at that weight just simply will not have the willpower to keep going? Francis is a bad, bad man.
but also like such a sweet guy. Like on his Instagram, he's always like eating fucking whatever he eats with his mom on like a dirt floor. I mean, such a good guy. Can't ask for a better story other than Sipe, who's like still a firefighter. Um, but dude, they found him on the streets. Like he is, he has a crazy story. But a 20, 20 second fucking knockout. Sheesh. And, uh, dude, I saw DC, like, DC, uh, said something dumb, like, like, if Stipe won't fight, I'll fight, uh, Francis. When during the fight, he said he specifically didn't want to fight him. And, Stipe's been hurt. It's not like he's just not fighting. It's not like he doesn't want to fight. He's been hurt. I think he has something wrong with his retina. Like a detached retina or something. Which, that was just, I mean, that was kind of a bitch move, in my opinion. But I'm obviously a Stipe homer. But, uh, I could see Stipe and DC both retiring after, like, Maybe one more fight. Maybe two more fights. I don't know. Um, Henry Cejudo, Dominic Cruz. Who knows if, if Cejudo's really re- retired or whatever. Um, obviously, the early stoppage on this one. And it's not... Because it, it, here's like... The ref's doing what he thinks is in the fighter's best interest. But with like those with those tiny guys, they're not going to get as much damage long term if they take an extra couple shots versus if in the Francis fight if if Rosenstruck was taking a bunch of just unanswered shots, that's more dangerous simply because he's a much bigger guy and just stronger. He's a stronger guy. But when it's those little guys, like they can take they can take the couple extra shots. To stop that with two seconds left in the round when Dominic Cruz was trying to work his way up, that was uh that was a bummer. Who knows what's next for those guys now? You know? Um, it's not flyweight, right? Was, yeah, bantamweight. Or was it the... the um, was that featherweight that they fought at? That's, uh, that's the struggle of having... No, it was, it was Bantamweight. Where the hell did, uh... Damn, he dropped a 12 after that? Man. There's like there's a lot of good guys at Bantamweight. Like, a lot of good guys. Um... Anyway, anyway, um, 
the the Ferguson and Gaethje fight, that did not go the way that I thought it was going to go. There's, man, Ferguson took a freaking beating. You got to think um, Ferguson's, Ferguson's corner. You got to think about throwing the towel after that fourth round. He was fucked up. There was one point where he like did like a little head shake and it was so cringy. Like it was, man, it was like when you see a, like a war movie and the guy's just getting shot and keeps pushing forward, but you know, he's not going to make it. That's what it was like seeing Tony Ferguson do this, like, he's trying to, like, jump side to side, like, hop on each foot, and then he does, like, this this head shake, like, trying to shake it off, and it was, man, it made me, it really made me, like, just almost cringe, and Justin Gaethje, man, that was the best Justin Gaethje we've seen ever. Um, then it goes to like, what's next for, I mean, obviously you know what's next for him, Khabib, and who knows if, if Khabib gets beat by anyone, and if he does get beat, say, say Justin Gaethje beats Khabib, right, I think Connor beats Justin Gaethje, I think Dustin Poirier I think that would be a good fight, Justin and Dustin. Have they fought before? I feel like they might have fought before. Um, no, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but, but my point is, if, if Justin beats Khabib... I can see them trying, if, if the UFC likes Justin Gaethje having the belt, they don't give him Connor because I think Connor beats Justin. Um, I think, I just think Connor ma- matches up better against Justin. Then, then if Connor gets the belt, does Khabib fight him and take it again? Because I don't see Connor beating Khabib ever. It's just like, it's all ma- it's just matchups is all. It really is. Man, Cowboy is fucking 36 and 15. Lost his last 3. Man. Nobody wants to see that. Is he has he lost his last 3 or has it been more than that? No, cuz he won wait. Didn't he win before That's another thing. The, the UFC thing, um, the app, should say their... It would show their win streak, but it doesn't show their losing streak. I don't know about that. Anyway, it was a... I mean, it was a good fight. We needed that. Um, man. They, uh... Oh, how about the... F- Dude. How about... 
the stupid like tweets that were popping up on a pay-per-view fight. Dude, this is not fucking name a reality show. You know, I'm trying to think of one that like has an actual name. Dude, this is <laughs> it's not impractical jokers inside jokes where it's it should be popping up telling us stuff. The corny like oh man, these guys are working. So dumb. So dumb. The only, I mean, and it wasn't even a good one. The Khabib, when when Gaethje called him out, the no comment tweet. That was like, okay, I get that one. But, like, seeing everybody say, like, oh, this guy's beating up this guy. Oh, wow. Like, the amount of, I would have been knocked out from these shots. Tweets that they showed from different fighters. Such a bad look. So amateur. So amateur. That would be like if on Monday Night Football they showed fucking Baker Mayfield tweet. Oh my god, Aaron Rodgers just threw five five touchdowns. Crazy. With a bunch of whys. Like, dude, that's a bad look. It's a real bad look. Showing Francisco Lindor. Damn, his curveball crazy. <laughs> no. So amateur. Um, man. Oh, dude, one thing that I really wanted to talk about. There's two things. Um, about that, like, so in the news right now, if you haven't noticed, um, during, like, this quarantine shit, Adele posted a birthday picture. Where I guess no one was aware of like all the weight loss that she went through. I wasn't aware of it. Um, But anyway, Adele lost a bunch of weight. She lost like a hundred pounds. And rightfully, most people were celebrating her. You know, that is a great accomplishment for anybody to lose that much weight. No matter how it's done. Even if you get your stomach stapled, which I'm not saying she did by any means, any means at all. I'm saying the people that do get like, like those surgeries, they're still losing weight, which is still incredible. Okay. And I'm not saying to do that either by any means. I don't think that's the way you should do it. I think the way Adele did it probably is a much, much better way. All I'm saying is she lost a hundred pounds and most people rightfully celebrating her but then the second wave of tweets and posts started popping up saying things like not to celebrate her because losing all that weight shouldn't be celebrated and essentially like it shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be celebrated so that other people don't lose weight because they're perfect the way they are which is just not true like, people, like I saw one guy say, uh, <laughs> unpopular opinion, Adele was always, was always gorgeous, and you're just noticing it now because you're, uh, like, fat phobic or something, and it was like, <laughs> you little bitch, you know, it's like, oh, you little bitch, no, dude. The only way somebody loses a hundred pounds is if they have a 
hundred pounds to lose. And it should be celebrated. She should be put on a pedestal so that people that are overweight, like myself, look at that and be like, you know what? I bet she feels better. I bet when she gets out of bed, her bones don't creak as much as mine do. <laughs> Dude, I was doing push-ups the other day. <laughs> and like... My elbows were popping, my shoulders were popping, and I'm like, this is just like, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I was doing, like, air squats, my knees started hurting, I'm like, why are, why are my knees hurting? I don't have any weight right now. So, yeah, yeah, daddy needs to lose a little bit of weight. And I'm not saying that you can't be big and sexy, like, that's my, that's my nickname, bro. Big sexy, just kidding. Um... All I'm saying is, like, that should be something that's celebrated and not looked down upon by... (laughs) Like, how do you look down upon somebody for losing that much weight? She looks like a different person. And then it's like, uh, I mean, I guess you could play the game, like... Like, obviously, this would be a game only for men. But it's like, all right, well, if she loses a bunch of weight, at what point do her boobs start to shrink or her butt? But like, she looks so proportionate. It's crazy. Um, like, would you rather have a girl that is like a twig with no butt or boobs or like a little bit bigger with butt and boobs? Cause I'm like butt and boob guy, but that's, that's just my opinion, which doesn't mean anything. You know, my opinion doesn't mean anything so don't get triggered um the other thing that has like been making me cringe lately like literally making my skin crawl um is adults that talk in baby voice do you know like and i'm not talking about adults that talk in baby voice to babies either i'm talking about adults that talk to other adults in a baby voice because they think it's cute. It makes my spine want to just wring itself like a wet rag. Like if somebody... (laughs) Man, I hope no one from my... There's somebody like specifically that I'm talking about that's like in my life right now that talks in baby voice. And every time I hear it, I <laughs> I, I want to say something, but I'm I can't be rude because it's like a professional person. Um but the next time they do it, the next time they come in and go Hey, yo, I want to do it back and be like, oh, hey, yo, and just go way over the top with it, you know, and just really be like, really have them be like, oh, that was weird, so that they know how the fuck I feel. Dude, if you're an adult, if you're over the age of three, don't do baby voice, okay? Knock it off. Man, baby voice is one of the most cringeworthy things. Again, not when it's to other babies. 
if you're if you're an adult and you do baby voice to other babies, so be it. You know, that's that's a normal thing to do. You know. Also, why? Do, how come when we talk to babies, we always say like the weirdest shit? Like, oh my god, your cheeks are so cute. I want to eat them. It's like, what the fuck? Why are we saying that to them? Um. But yeah, man. If you're an adult, don't do baby voice anymore. Anyway, I am gonna go get Chipotle. Um, and I hope you guys all have great weeks. Send me topics, send me questions, and let's get weird on the next podcast. Uh, as always, everybody, until next time, peace. It's been a while since you've been this high so waiting all up that you waiting for If your neighbors wake up and we gotta turn it down So you say I'm top, you like keeping around If I'm waiting on